Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Spiritually Connected, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, healing, and the strange and paranormal. Um, today, we're going to be continuing one of the kind of like mini series that I have on this podcast. I have the Strange and Paranormal series, um, and then I have this one, which is all about tarot. Um, I've been reading tarot for over five years now. Um, I started reading when I was either 12 or 13. I don't remember which one, but around that time. Um, and I'm 18 now. I'm living a good old life um and now i read professionally um and so basically in this series every single episode of this series i dive into one tarot card and i really go in depth into that tarot card i talk about all the correspondence the keywords what different things represent whether that's color symbology um numerology all kinds of stuff like that um occult correspondence sacred geometry correspondence all kinds of stuff so i just explained basically my knowledge of the card um but today i'm going in order of the major arcana cards um today we're talking about number five the hierophant card um and yeah the way that people pronounce hierophant kind of like some people pronounce it differently but i personally say hierophant but whatever um before we get started on this episode of spiritually connected i wanted to remind you guys that i don't get paid for this podcast um i don't do sponsorships or anything um just because i like to keep the podcast more authentic and i feel like if i were to do sponsorships for outside um companies or businesses i would feel kind of like inauthentic in this podcast um but I don't make money from the podcast, so if you'd like to send tips, um, buy me a coffee, they're always greatly appreciated. My Venmo and my PayPal, as well as some instructions on how to tip, um, are in the description of this podcast episode, as always, um, and tips are always appreciated just to keep the podcast supported and sustainable, um, but without further ado, let's get right into it. The keywords that are often associated with the Hierophant card are tradition, religion, knowledge, education, conformity, and strict spirituality. Um, Hierophant, um, a Hierophant means um, a revealer, like in the literal translation, a Hierophant means the revealer of mysteries or he who knows which is sacred. Um, But a Hierophant is an ancient Greek priest um, who interprets sacred principles and mysteries um i didn't know what a hierophant was for a really long time and i feel like when it comes to the hierophant card a lot of readers including myself have been really confused by it for a really long time because there's so many like like people just look at it as only meaning religion but we're gonna talk about like diving into it in a little bit it's a different kind of religion and a different kind of spirituality than what is represented in say like the high priestess card like it's a different aspect of spirituality and spiritual beliefs um that kind of plays more into tradition and ancient knowledge rather than um the kind of radical new age um spiritual beliefs that we often associate with the high priestess such as manifestation and things like that um So we're going to start off with correspondence and then we'll talk about um, color symbolism, all kinds of just like symbolism in general. And then I'm going to be sharing my personal opinions, my personal thoughts about the card. Um, And yeah. 
So starting out with correspondence, the Hebrew letter that is associated with the hierophant is pronounced wa. Um, it's V-A-U. Um, it means either nail or hook, um, which both of these options kind of symbolize union um, as we use nails and hooks to build things, um, to hang things, bringing certain materials together in order to create something strong. Um, since the hierophant is heavily focused on religion, um, this being the Hebrew letter correspondent heavily implies that tradition and a stricter sense of spirituality are the nails holding together our society and it shows how society is based so heavily around religion specifically and our society around christianity um it is talking very like the hierophant very heavily speaks to systems um that we operate under whether that's religious systems or power systems or even the si system of something like capitalism it is very like it, it's for me, this card is very much a commentary on how we've been taught to rely on those systems and how we've been taught to um, keep order in a specific way and um, kind of like like embrace tradition rather than moving forward, if that makes sense, um, which I'll get into in a little bit. But it's a very like tradition-based form of religion and spirituality, um, not as radical as someone like the high priestess, like the high priestess card. Um, the function associated with the Hierophant card is hearing, um, not even just physical hearing, but specifically intuitive interior hearing, um, listening to your spirit and to your soul. Um, intuition literally, like that term translates to internal learning. Um, and also the term religion translates to bind together again, which again is coming into that unity thing um, with the hooks and everything. I forgot to mention that, but um, the function is hearing. So not only hearing, but listening, like truly understanding concepts and working to dissect things in your mind that you hear so that you can further understand them and get that wisdom. Um, when it comes to sacred geometry, this card is associated with the number five, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, but the number five in sacred geometry is heavily associated with the star shape or the pentagram, um, which has historically been used as a way to bring together the five um, main spiritual elements, which are fire, air, earth, water, and spirit. Um, when you surround that star, like each point of the pentagram represents one of those elements, and when you surround it with a circle, then it becomes a pentacle, um, which is bringing together all of those energies. Um, both of those symbols have been used for protective purposes for a really, really long time, um, and they also represent the divine coming together of all of these different um, uh, elements. <laughs> Sorry, I like, my brain like isn't working today, but I wanted to record an episode anyways, because I want to get these out to you guys on Sunday and all these things. But anyways, um, the number associated with the Hierophant is the number five, um, which is heavily associated with change in tarot, especially, um, and in numerology in general, which I think is really interesting because I feel like that goes against what the Hierophant kind of stands for. The Hierophant is not really a, a, a being that we often associate with change and radical behavior and moving forward. It's a being that we very heavily associate with tradition and strict rules um, and a very specific way of doing things that is very calculated. Um, 
I think that maybe the reason that the five is the correspondent of the Hierophant um, is showing how we can change and grow even within the systems that we live in. Um, Although I'm not entirely sure that I believe in that entirely because I do think that in order for us to function as a society, we need to change the systems that we live in in order to serve us more um, now. Um, But the systems that we exist in can can be changed like they can't I don't know (laughs) it's it's like a very contradictory thing for me because fives for me at least like all like the main thing whenever anyone mentions like fives in numerology my first thought is change like my first thought is like evolution something's changing something's happening etc but the hierophant is very stuck in his ways historically so I think that's a really interesting little contradiction um within this card the astrological comp- or correspondent, I almost said component, the astrological correspondent of the Hierophant is Taurus, which rules over this card. Um, Tauruses are known to be calm, sensible, security-oriented, and stubborn. Um, the stubborn aspect of Taurus is really interesting to me when it comes to the traditionalist nature of the Hierophant, um, as it reminds us that this card is often associated with ideas that have been passed on from generation to generation rather than with radical change. Um, so going back to to the fives thing um it it is different like it's a strange contradiction to make to have it be the fifth card which fives are so heavily associated with change and evolution and then have literally everything else in the card point to tradition and um all those things so if you guys have thoughts about that let me know i'm just reading what i've done based off of my research i always use the same book um for these episodes because it's saved my life y'all this book is my favorite thing in the entire world if you if you are interested in tarot and you haven't read tarot a guide to wisdom throughout the ages by paul foster case that is the book that i use for all of these tarot episodes it literally changed my life it changed the way i saw tarot um I literally, like, if you look at my copy, there's notes everywhere, everything's, like, highlighted, it's a whole thing, but it just, like, goes in depth into each of the major arcana cards and talks about history and correspondence and astrology and, like, all these things, um, but I don't know, I just think it's an interesting contradiction for that to happen, you know, um, the Hierophant as a being, um, and being part of this card, is often stuck in his own ways. Even as the world progresses, he remains steadfast in his ancient beliefs and his ancient wisdom. Um, and Taurus also governs the ears, the tongue, the lower jaw, and the throat. Um, the musical correspondent is the note C sharp, and on the cube of space, which is something that is used very heavily in the book that I use for this, um, the direction associated with the Hierophant is southeast. Okay, so I get asked a lot. I do not offer free readings or spell work. However, I do offer inexpensive and accurate tarot, palm, astrological chart, aura, and oracle readings. My prices start as low as $5, and I cover all kinds of things in my readings, so DM me on Instagram at spirituallyconnectedreadings to book a reading. No numbers, no punctuation. Again, that is at spirituallyconnectedreadings on Instagram, and I will not message you first for a reading. Please beware of the scammer accounts. Uh, They're annoying, but I can't really do anything about them. So if you see a scammer account, just like block and report. Okay, thanks. <laughs> now let's talk about my favorite thing, symbolism. Y'all know that I love 
fucking symbolism. Symbolism is the coolest thing in the entire world to me, not even just in tarot, but just in literally everything. I write poetry and I read a lot of poetry. Symbolism is key there. There's symbolism in literally everything that we look at, especially when it comes to like getting in touch with your intuition. Symbolism is so important when it comes to intuitive exercises. So I love symbolism. Anyways, um, so let's talk about the symbolism of the Hierophant card. Let's do it. Um, so the Hierophant is seated in a temple like the High Priestess, like the High Priestess card, um, which represents the divine and the kind of like spiritual aspects of the card. However, like I said, the Hierophant is more rooted in traditional religion, whereas the High Priestess tends to be more new age and kind of like radical spirituality, if that makes any sense. Um, while the emperor figure, which is the previous card we covered in the last episode of this, not of this podcast, but of this mini series, um, which is number four, um, he's seated outside to show his connection to the earth and his earthly rule, but the Hierophant's temple is inside, which shows a focus on the spiritual realm rather than the physical earthly realm. Um, the robe that the Hierophant wears traditionally, at least in the Rider Waite tarot deck, um, is kind of like a reddish-orange color, which corresponds to Taurus, believe it or not, um, and the blue-green edging on the robe calls to a more watery sign of Scorpio, which I believe is the most, um, common, like, not common, but, like, one of the most, like, accepted pairings with Taurus is Taurus and Scorpio, but I could be wrong, I don't know. I kind of, <laughs> y'all know I'm not the biggest fan of Scorpios, <laughs> so like I don't really do research on them that much, but anyways, um, the outer robe is clasped at the throat, which as I mentioned before is ruled by the Taurus um, aspect of this whole card, um, and the, the clasp that fastens the rope is a silver crescent, um, which talks to the divine feminine, um, as well as intuition, um, and just kind of, not even just the divine feminine, but the divine in general, as the moon especially, um, is heavily associated with silver, and since it is in that crescent shape, um, it reminds us to connect to the divine and etc. Um, the egg-shaped crown on the Hierophant's head is meant to represent spiritual wisdom and dominion over the spiritual realm, and the golden staff that he holds represents dominion over life power. Um, gold is often associated with the sun and the divine masculine, and when we keep in mind that we have the gold scepter, which represents the divine masculine um, and the sun, and then the silver clasp, which represents the moon and the divine feminine, this shows a balance um, and a kind of unity within the Hierophant's energy which calls back to the idea of the hook or the nail, kind of bringing things together to create a strong foundation. It's important to note that the reason that the Hierophant is commonly portrayed as a man is because men have historically been in control of all of the systems that we live under, including religion and spirituality due to the patriarchy and all kinds of things like that. But whatever. I feel the need to point that out because um, there's a, there is a very specific reason why the Hierophant is seen as a man in most interpretations. Anyways, um, the ministers who kneel in front of the Hierophant um, wear robes that are embroidered with replicas of the flowers that are found in the magician's garden. The magician was an earlier um, uh, card. I forgot what they were called for like two seconds, but it's fine. Um, showing that these priests go from 
a more radical form of spirituality, which is represented and presented by the magician, as the magician um, shows a mix between magic and logic and science and math, um, whereas the Hierophant is more strictly religious and strict within his traditionalist beliefs. Um, so they went from visiting the magician to seeking spiritual guidance of the traditionalist, the Hierophant. Um, the two ministers are also commonly seen as personifications of desire and knowledge, um, so do with that information what you will. Um, the throne is made from stone, which shows a masculine energy, and since the stone is gray, um, it tends to represent polarity. On the throne, there are horned circles on the side of like on the sides of the throne, which also call back to Taurus and represent Taurus. Um, and the overwhelming amount of gray in this card um, represents the coming together of two separate energies and the union of all things on earth and in the spiritual realm. Many say that gray is meant to represent a mix between black and white magic, but as we know, these are racist terms that were created to demonize black people and African spiritual practices. I cannot stress that enough. Do not use the terms black and white magic. Just don't do it. Just don't use the terms black and white magic. It's not hard. Anyways. <sighs> so that's it for the correspondence. Do you want to learn more about witchcraft and divination? Do you want an exclusive spell recipes and videos that you can't find literally anywhere else from a five-year witchcraft practitioner? Do you want input and features on this podcast? If any of those things appeal to you, you should subscribe to my Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Greta Chopkin and subscribe to get today to gay. Happy Pride, except for it's two months late. Actually, we have Pride, like, here, though, now. Like, my town's having Pride right now. I don't know why. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Subscribe today. I love you all so much, um, and I appreciate your support more than you will ever know. Um, For me, it took a really long time for me to understand the Hierophant card, because I was taught so heavily or like I from what I researched like basically it was just the most vague information ever and I didn't understand how the Hierophant was any different from someone like the High Priestess um, w because they both represent kind of religion and spirituality but whereas the High Priestess is more of the like spirituality aspect um, Hierophant or the Hierophant more specifically at least to me represents the controlled religion um, organized religion and the systems that benefit organized religion um, and things like that I personally you guys know that I don't subscribe to any organized religion I grew up Mennonite um, I go to church camp twice a year with my family etc but um, I don't identify with that religion anymore I don't identify with any religion specifically um, I kind of think a lot of organized religions are really culty and really just like not something that I want to be a part of. Not to hate on anyone who does take part in organized religion, of course, just be cautious with the way that you do so. Um, but I also think a really important aspect of the Hierophant card is the systems that we exist under and the systems within ourselves, whether that's the school system, the police system, like all kinds of systems. And I am a firm believer that at least where I live, all of the systems we live under are fucked. Like all of the systems, <laughs> the systems, all of the systems we live under are corrupted in some way. You know, like there's the whole like, like take example the school system. The school system, I can't talk today. I'm so sorry. The school system, as I've talked about before, is literally based on factory work. 
And it's been that way for like hundreds of years. It's literally based on factory work so that you can fucking train these little kids to grow up and be fucking factory workers and then benefit the fucking billionaires that they're working for while barely getting paid and living in terrible conditions and they just are gonna accept that and think that it's normal because they've been going to school their whole lives and they've been thinking that that's normal since like they've been conditioned to believe that that's normal and that's the only way that you're allowed to live since they were at a very young age um and i think that the systems that we operate under really need to be reformed um they need to be fixed i'm not saying like i'm like an anarchist and i like think all hell should break loose and shit um but i am saying that i feel like the systems we live under aren't working anymore and we need to change them so that's kind of what i have to say i kind of have a little bit of a resentment towards the hierophant card um not like i hate the hierophant but it's just like every time it pops up in a reading i'm like why because like why would i want to go back to organized religion why would i want to benefit systems that are actively oppressing me like it doesn't just like doesn't add up in my brain whenever i get this card in a reading for myself specifically because i'm like i just like i don't know and i know that it's not just about systems and religion and it has like other like it's about knowledge and studying and practicing and all kinds of things like that but the the things that i heavily associate with the hierophant are the systems and the religious aspects and so that makes it hard for me to interpret in readings for myself because both of those things are things that i don't necessarily subscribe to in my everyday life i mean you can't really like <laughs> you don't really have a choice but to subscribe to some of the systems that we have but like I don't like them, you know? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I think that they need to be fixed, and I don't think that they're working in the way that they should be. Um, but yeah, that's my information. That's my take about the Hierophant card. Um, I'm sorry this episode is a little bit shorter. I'm sorry I can't talk today. I don't know what the fuck is up with me, but I just, like, my, my brain's been all frazzled, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, I think it's because I woke up, like, way too early today. Like, I woke up at, like, 8, and I, like, never wake up that early maybe that's it maybe i'm just sleep deprived but i am also sorry if you guys have been able to hear my stomach growling um (laughs) i just ate i don't know why it's doing that but i'm really hoping that it doesn't pick up on the podcast audio so um yeah (laughs) that was the episode about the hierophant let me know if you have any questions um if you want input and features on the podcast subscribe to the patreon if you want a reading with me just dm me on instagram all of my socials um and other content is in the description of this podcast as always so if you want to follow me anywhere like tiktok instagram post a lot of stuff on there post some cool stuff um and yeah oh also the love oils are sold out um my love and attraction oils are sold out i don't know if I told y'all that in the last episode, but they are. Um, let me know if you guys want to restock. Um, I'll be shipping out those orders very soon. Um, and yeah, I love you all so, so, so much. Um, have so much fun studying tarot, practicing tarot. I love you so much, and I hope you have an amazing day, night, whatever it may be for you. Blessed be, my loves. Mwah.